0: Hello everyone, you're listening to The Mike Alameda Show, episode 253, Getting Back on Track. Today is my 38th birthday, and as I usually do, I spent the morning kind of in quiet reflection, looking at my goals, and then going back and revisiting the notes that I took on New Year's Day of this year to see kind of how my life is lining up with things. And while I hit a lot of the goals that I had set for myself, There's one in particular that I have fallen off that I really want to address tonight. This isn't just about public confession. It's about trying to give you some tactics, some things you might be able to use if you have found yourself falling off of or uh, having left a goal behind that you really want to recommit to and make something happen. So this is how to get back on track as I would do it. I think one of the first things you need to do is really look at the goal and try to figure out what happened to make you want to fall off or just make you go through the process of falling off accomplishing this goal so say you were going to the gym say you were wanting to eat better and then you suddenly stop doing it after a week or so. I think one of the biggest obstacles we have is when it falls off, our brains become kind of muddy, they become fuzzy, not on purpose, but we kind of blend the issue in with the rest of our lives because it, uh, it, one, it's kind of hard to face, two, uh, that's kind of how our brain lulls us back to sleep into our behavioral patterns, right? So I think what we would need to do, and as far as if we're talking about fitness, is really get high definition as to why we think it fell apart. Now, you can use this with any goal, but fitness is a great example, so I'm going to keep using that. In this case, with fitness specifically, one of the big things that happens is just pure habit, right? We make things too hard for ourselves at the beginning. It becomes too much effort. Suddenly it starts taking over our lives. Now we have this big thing, this extra thing we have to do every day. And we're already tired and scared and not feeling good. And working out sucks when you start. And unless you know what you're doing, eating healthy sucks when you start as well. So there's really no... uh, There's really no light at the end of the tunnel there so of course you're just gonna want to start pulling yourself back in now if we're talking about a creative thing like writing a book it's hard to sit down and face that page it's hard to do that every single day and to carve that time in you know but at, at the same time it's something that of course we want the rewards of having done long term just like with fitness and and with a good diet I think what we need to do is figure out exactly why we fell off in the first place now don't judge yourself you don't want to be kind of putting emotions on it. Just look at it from a purely practical standpoint. You are the CEO of your life. And instead of getting emotionally involved, step back, look at it, and start trying to figure out ways you can help it. In the world of fitness, one of the things that happened for me is you know I hurt my back and I wasn't able to walk. I wasn't really able to move. It was very painful. And then, as I was sitting here just resting, which is what I had to do for weeks, and I had, you know, ice on my back and you know, all kinds of stuff like that, I got bored and I started eating terribly. And I started putting on weight, which is something I'm really good at. So my clothes stopped fitting as well. In fact, some of them don't fit at all. Um, it's not very far away, but they don't—they don't fit at all. And. This kind of leads me to something that uh, might be useful. Let's see how you might take this. I learned from Tony Robbins years ago this thing about when you're you're gaining weight, don't go buy larger size clothes. Now, at first, (laughs) that seems kind of rough. But the reason he says that is the moment you do that, you're now saying I am this weight. You're committing to being that weight as opposed to saying, oh, no, I guess I better get back down so I can fit into all my clothes. So one of the first things I do is I refuse to buy larger-sized clothes, mostly pants, right, larger-sized pants. Um, The second thing that I do is I look at my world around me, my environment. I realize if I have bad food that's around me that I want to eat or that I, I kind of like or have a tendency towards, Uh, that I have to, one, minimize that or get rid of it as much as possible, replace it with good food, but I also have to make sure that I have good food with me wherever I go in case I get hungry or I start starving. I'm not tempted to just fall into getting fast food or, or something like that or a pastry or whatever. I need to have good food with me at all times. The way I'm going about that is tomorrow morning, have a shopping list already, going and getting some fish, getting some salmon, some good chicken, some great vegetables, and I have a bunch of containers, I'm doing meal prep tomorrow morning for the rest of the school week, it's going to be great, and then uh, obviously setting up my schedule as well, so I'm hitting the gym every day I need to along the way to school, which I did very much on purpose. When I say school, of course, in case you don't listen to the show, I'm a teacher, so I'm not a student. (laughs) It's something that I would do uh, after the school day is over. But I think ultimately what I'm talking about here is just not emotionally judging yourself, looking at things very specifically, reaffirming your goal, figuring out what your goals are now. Do Do they still make sense the way you set them? But get really, really specific and know exactly what you want to accomplish. If you're talking about something about being creative or uh, fitness or health, I might suggest the idea of setting it, you know, decades in the future. If you want to be healthy and fit in 20 years time, that's a lifestyle change. That's not just hitting a goal and losing some weight. And you go about it in a very, very different way with that kind of commitment. It's a little scary to people, but it really is a game-changing thing. Hopefully those are a few ideas you can use. I'd love to hear if they work for you or if you have any of your own. You can send me a message at michaelamaday.com in the contact form, or you can find me on social media, anywhere I'm really easy to find. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. But for this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow. So until then... Keep living authentically and keep living creatively.